This is Saturday, October 29th. One of my favorite opportunities of being a pastor is conducting wedding ceremonies. I love to see the look on the face of the groom when the bride enters the sanctuary in her beautiful wedding dress. But you know the festivities at church? They begin with the rehearsal. And whenever I am asked, asked to officiate at the rehearsal, I will read these words to begin the rehearsal time. This is Revelation chapter 19, verse 6 to 9. Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude, like the roar of rushing waters and like loud peals of thunder, shouting, Hallelujah! For our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory, for the wedding of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. Fine linen stands for the righteous acts of God's holy people. Then the angel said to me, Write, Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. And then he added, These are the true words of God. Now at the wedding rehearsal, um, so the, I, I, I explained to the wedding party there that our wedding festivities, well, they're meant to foreshadow the great wedding, the joining together of Jesus and his bride, the church. It's a beautiful passage that shows the day when the promises of God will be fulfilled and God will take a people for himself. He will be their God and they will be his people I love the way those words end. Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. Those of, of God's guest list. Now, as we learned this week, hospitality is one of the major ways God extends his grace to the world. He does this as you come to see your table as the place where the mission of God is fulfilled. You know that God is always making room at the table, always inviting people to come to him through Jesus. So who do you think will be there? How would you answer that? How you answer that question reveals what you believe about God's mission and also what you think about the gospel. Toward the end of one of, of her life, the Christian writer Flannery O'Connor wrote a short story entitled Revelation. In her story, she describes a woman named Ruby Turpin. She's smug and self-righteous and a Southern woman who also experiences grace. But she has no room in her understanding of it for deeply broken people. You see, she's missed the deep truth of grace as God's love for the undeserving. Near the end of the story, Ruby is given the, this vision of people being caught up and brought into heaven. She saw the streak as a vast swinging bridge extending upward from the earth toward a field of living fire. Upon it, a vast horde of souls were rumbling toward heaven. There were whole companies of white trash, clean for the first time in their lives, and battalions of freaks and lunatics shouting and clapping and leaping like frogs. And bringing up the end of the procession, was a tribe of people whom she recognized at once as those who, like herself, had always had a little of everything and the God-given wit to use it right. They were marching behind the others with great dignity, yet she could see by their shocked and altered faces that even their virtues were being burned away. In the woods around her, 
the invisible cricket choruses had struck up, but what she heard were the voices of the souls climbing upward into the starry field and shouting, Hallelujah. That's such a beautiful vision of how the broken people were first, and even the virtues that others thought they thought they had were really nothing at all. They were being burned away as God, by his grace, was transporting the whole lot to heaven. Hallelujah indeed, I want to say. You see, O'Connor's story makes us wonder if we know God, if we understand his grace toward the lost and the least. You see, Ruby just didn't understand this. She did not understand God's heart for those who were far away, those hungering for mercy and love. In truth, she missed the point. She could not understand the love of God. You see, that is why hospitality done God's way, the love of the stranger and the outsider and the guest, can be so powerful and life-giving. Our guest can know that he or she is seen and loved and welcomed. And to see this welcome not based on what socially is beneficial, what we will gain, but it's based completely on an unconditional love. Perhaps there people can learn that the love, the love with which God has loved us, that we were all outsiders and God invited us in. He gave us a place at his table and he did this all by the grace of Jesus. By finding a place at our table, people can begin to believe that they can have a place at the table of God. Yes, blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. And think of those that God has invited just think of those that Jesus pursued with his steadfast love. And then we marvel that there's room for the likes of us because of a love from God that goes beyond our deserving. Let's pray. Cause us to grasp your love, O God, how high, how wide, how long and deep it is. Thank you that the boundaries of your love far surpass our prejudices and our perspective of who is deserving. Help us invite into our lives and to our tables those far away as we come to see that we too were far away, but we have been brought near by the blood of Jesus. We pray in his name. Amen. Amen.